This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms and opportunities for businesswomen to be seen and heard. This platform is for the women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership, offering online networking, co-working, collaboration, and monthly masterclasses for you to grow your knowledge. Go to thedaisychaingroup.com for more information. These are the platforms to hear and share the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast. And today I am thrilled and excited to introduce you to Hannah Roper from The Female Creative. Hannah, thank you so much for being involved in book five of Shine You Crazy Daisy and on the podcast. Please tell us about your business. Oh, right. Okay. So my business is called The Female Creative and I create a safe community for female business owners to celebrate the highs, the lows, everything in between, but also provide some educational content looking at key elements of business foundations, such as messaging, strategy, systems, and most importantly, mindset. And I do that through one-to-one coaching, a monthly group membership, my podcast and networking events. Wow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Now, I absolutely love reading your chapter. And one of the things that you were talking about is Lily Garland. And I thought, who is Lily Garland and why was she created? Oh, that's such a good question. And something that I've only really recently been able to answer, in all honesty, I like to refer to Lily Garland um, as almost Sasha's Beyonce equivalent. So anyone that's a Beyonce fan knows that she creates this alter ego to go out on stage called Sasha. And that's what Lily Garland was for me. And to provide a little bit of context, when I started singing and writing and recording my own country music, but UK style, um, UK country music, I had just recover was in recovery um, from a really really nasty divorce and eight years of being subjected to coercive and controlling domestic abuse. I was also a police officer at that time, and I just felt that I couldn't. I couldn't be myself. I didn't know who Hannah was. At that point, I had a different surname, but I I didn't know who that person was. I'd had a lot of my identity stripped away from me. I've been a performer my entire life. My mum put me on stage when I was five years old. I've done musical theatre. I've got a degree in music. I was very, very comfortable on the stage. But following my divorce and the experience that I had, I didn't have the confidence of of me to be able to go and do that. So I created Lily Garland almost as that shield or force field to enable me to keep going with my recovery. Mm. And people always ask me where the name Lily Garland came from because they think I've maybe just seen something somewhere or it's linked back to Judy Garland. But um, I've actually got a lot of middle names of which Garland is one and Lillian is another. So Garland is from my mother's side and Lillian is from my father's side. So I put them together and I thought that sounds quite country. So I'm going to go with that. But she is my my alter ego. She has been such a huge part of my life for the last eight years or so. And she has really enabled me to grow in confidence find myself again and what's happened over the last two years is actually I've been able to step away from Lily Garland and actually be 
Hannah Roper for the first time. And this is what's absolutely incredible about this story and about what we now know as women entrepreneurs is we talk a lot about wearing masks and dropping all the masks and being able to be the whole of ourselves in our businesses and in our lives. But actually what you created with that alter ego, but also a mask that you were wearing was a protection for a physical protection as much as a mental protection of where you were and how you felt in the world. And there's nothing more important at that stage. Absolutely. And I don't think I could have kept going had I not have had that that shield and music was really therapeutic to me I mean you kind of listen back to some of my lyrics of the songs I wrote around that time you can clearly tell I'd been through one hell of an experience Mm. so it was really cathartic to be able to express myself in that way and then have other people come back and say I really resonate with your lyrics I absolutely love your music I love your songs and that again allowed me to grow in confidence to then feel like I had something to offer because I'd left that previous relationship just feeling that I had no worth no value Mm. in in anything so it really was an all-encompassing experience that without it I don't think I would be where I am today. So how did you find and grow your self-confidence back up for yourself? So I had therapy. I had a lot of intensive counselling with a specialist counsellor who was able to then really dive into what I had experienced and really talk through that trauma and and how I move forward. So I haven't done this all on my own. That that counselling, that therapy really, really was such a huge part of my journey I had lots of positive reinforcement from my family. So I was really lucky that I had a really strong family unit who gave me that support. Mm. But also I started reading and I started listening. And we hear that a lot as female entrepreneurs, but it's so true. It's, It's about the content that you start to consume, because when you start to consume content that is telling you that you can do things, giving you ways of being able to achieve goals being able to look inwards and see your own self-worth and no longer put that in the hands of somebody else Mm. that was really life-changing for me because for anyone that has experienced trauma who has experienced abuse will know that it's somebody else telling you very very negative things over and over and over and over again which your brain then starts to to believe but you can do the opposite. If you consume the content that that gives you that value, that tells yeah. you that you have that self-worth over a period of time, you start to believe that again. Mm-hmm. So I think a, a mixture of those things really helped. And then it was a gradual process from being Lily Garland, from doing a lot of the, the personal development side of mm-hmm. things with the content I was consuming, that allowed me to leave the police and actually go and get a job that I I loved and would could see a career in and felt valued in and from that it then led to the female creative and various other things so as well as performing as Lily Garland I've also got a three-day country music festival um, that I organize every year we should be in our fourth year but thanks Mm to uh, you know the virus that shall not be named um, it kept being kept being postponed but it was it was definitely a journey however cliche that sounds, and definitely um, a step-by-step to enable me to then be who I am today. So how and why did you then start the female creative? 
Well, as you may have gathered, I'm quite a busy person <laughs> with all the things that I like to juggle because I work full time. I had my music festival. I was performing as Lily Garland across the country. I'm a mum. And at that point as well, when I set up um, the female creative, I had uh, recently married my current husband. That sounds really bad saying current husband. It sounds like there's going to be another one. Who knows? Anyway, current husband. Um, So I was a very, very busy person. And when the pandemic hit in March 2020, my whole life stopped. Mm. I couldn't perform anymore. The music festival was postponed. I was put on furlough from a job that I love. And I went from doing everything to nothing. And for some people, they really reveled in that. And my husband at the time said to me, well, you've got, you're being paid, you're, you're off, you can, you, know, you don't have to do anything. And that's, but my brain won't allow me to, to do that. I need to, to keep having activities. I, I need to be intellectually stimulated. I need to have that, that kind of level of activity. So I thought, what does somebody in my position do? They start another business. (laughs) So I had been part of an online community, which was fantastic in the early days of of lockdown when we were only allowed to go out for one hour a day. You were allowed one supermarket visit. You know, our whole lives were suddenly so restricted. And for somebody who had had that restriction in that abusive marriage to then find my confidence and my freedom and then to be restricted again, it was really quite triggering for me and I actually ended up going back to counselling um, all through lockdown to, to kind of help deal with those triggers but part of this online community we were exploring things that we could do in lockdown and I saw a lot of women who had very creative hobbies um, a lot of uh, arts crafts photography um, those sorts of 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 activities that they wanted to turn into a business they wanted to turn into an income stream that allowed them to carry on supporting their family during lockdown and then through a lot of these conversations what I'd realized is they didn't understand your ideal client they didn't understand how to brand their business and from the work that I had done through Lily Garland through the music festival and I was also part of a network marketing social selling company for a, a few years as well I realized that I'd had all of this experience and all of this knowledge that I'd gained in ideal client, in branding, in using social media to get your business message out there, that I started to give them advice. And it very quickly came into kind of realization that I could make this into a business. So because you may have guessed I don't do things by halves, I registered with Companies House. I created a limited company to give me no choice but success and I launched the female creative and uh, we are now well two years on that's amazing Uh, if there was one lesson that you've learned what that every entrepreneur should know what would it be find the people that you trust yeah um so with social media social media is incredible and I absolutely love social media as a platform and for a, a business owner I think it is incredibly valuable however There is so much information out there and there are people who talk about things that really they don't know about. They've just got that information from other people. So my key piece of advice would be find the people that you trust. So, for example, I know who I go to for my Instagram information. I know who I go to for my PR information, for my content creation, my video, for example, for finance information. I know those people whose content I trust 
because I've I've seen where they've come from, their expertise and their experience shines through. So that would be my top piece of advice. Excellent. And what is your favourite business book? My favourite business book. So it does vary, but at the moment, this one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you for those that are on video. This one is called Hype Yourself, a No-Nonsense Guide uh, PR PR toolkit for small business. Mm. This is written by uh, a fantastic lady called Lucy Werner, who is my go-to online for PR information. And it just really helps you understand how to get your key message out there for your business, how to shout about yourself in a way that doesn't feel icky and how to really get into PR because that's how I found you and (laughs) your book and podcast. So it really, really is an asset to business to be involved in PR. So that is my current recommendation. Hannah, this has been an absolute pleasure and thank you so much for your vulnerability and in talking about this, the protection that is needed at times and then being able to drop it and moving forward, I think is hopefully a message that a lot of people will take away um, of being in their safe zones and then breaking free at some point. So congratulations to you and all that you've achieved in the last two years, crikey. Uh, and I can't wait to get your story out there in the book and the podcast. Oh, thank you so much for for giving me this opportunity. I think, like you say, it's important for us to be able to tell our stories as female entrepreneurs and you're providing that fantastic platform to do that. So thank you for having me. Thanks, Hannah. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. If you're a businesswoman looking for that community that will support you and lift you up, come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership, offering online networking, co-working, collaboration and monthly masterclasses to grow your knowledge. Go to the daisychaingroup.com for more information. And for even more inspiration, please go to the link under this video and get your copy of the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world.